I'm here with Wayne. How about you explain all of this to me? Alright, well, so we're through the portal. We made these uh, wasteoids. And, uh, they. Does not seem like a politically correct name. No, that's what they call themselves. It's the weirdest thing. Turns out, <coughs> Jocelyn. Um, she's a demigod? I don't know. They, they met us, uh, they introduced us to their goddess. Um, thir- third one I've met. It's kind of getting old hat at this point for me. Um, but yeah, it ter- turns out not only is she the daughter of this goddess, her dad is fucking Valentine, this asshole we've been trying to get. So now we have to figure out what to do with that information. Those are some rather intense revelations. Yeah. We done here? Yes, we, we're, we're done here now, Wayne. You may go. Alright. Bye. Okay. So, we pretty much left off with you guys um, getting transported back into that little, like, maintenance cave sort of area uh, where you guys met up with the rebels. Um... Yeah, and Astrana, like, you know, just kind of transported you guys back down into there, and uh, you guys started to discuss the fact that you were going to need to essentially break into uh, Valentine's, you know, base of operations. And that's pretty much where we left it off as kind of like a general, like, okay, well, let's figure it out now kind of situation. So we'll jump right into it. The uh, head wasteoid slash native uh, that you guys had been dealing with before uh, looks back to you guys when you guys re-enter the room and looks kind of uh, alarmed at the fact that you guys have just been kind of like jumping in and out of this place like it's nothing and he just like looks at you and says uh so did you so did you want to break into the tower or is that are you just gonna like pop around a bunch or I don't know what's going on anymore, man. Oh. It's called planning. Yeah, we yeah, planning. I'm at least vaguely familiar with that. Sorry, I just met my goddess, and then you guys were like jumping around, and you're like like her kid or something, and it's just a lot. It's a lot to take in right now. Sorry. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> So Jocelyn um, has no sympathy. <laughs> okay. Tell me more See, about he, how bad your day was. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad. It's just incredible. Uh, anyways, so he kind of points at the map and he says, uh, well, I can at least show you where it is. And so he kind of walks you guys over to the map. And it's not like the most spectacularly well-drawn map. Uh, it seems like it was hand done by probably one of them. Uh, and so it's not like a professionally like printed cartography kind of thing. Um, so it's probably not a perfectly to scale or anything like that, but it gives you the general lay of the land. So basically where you are is in this big torn down city, which is basically just like a big blob with a bunch of X's in it. And then just to the north of that is like what seems to be on the map like basically just a big circle with a giant skull in it and crossbones uh, as if to say that shit's bad and uh, so he points at that and he goes uh, if you couldn't figure it out 
that's where he is. So, yeah. Well, okay. Do you know what kind of guard that he keeps up or anything like that? Um, that's kind of a hard one to answer. And Astrana comes up and she says, I might be more suited for that. His base is actually not so much a building as it is a living construct. It is actually a, a sentient being. So what is inside of it is anyone's guess if they have not already been in there. Is this saying evil? Or, like, enslaved? It, uh, follows Valentine, so whether that is voluntary or forced is anyone's guess. No one's ever spoken to it. And a uh, shadow pops out of your like shoulder with his little like head blob. Goes, he is actually quite evil. We've spoken on many occasions. Okay, so Valentine is like a god, like Astrana is, right? Uh, not quite. He's a demigod, like um, uh, like Jocelyn is. So basically, I never really like explained it fully, but like gods and goddesses are the lords of their like portion of the universe basically when when the cosmos was split up it basically turned into a bunch of bubbles of reality um like their own little mini universes and so the gods and goddesses are tied to their universe they have essentially i wouldn't say like complete control but like it's it's their domain they can kind of do as they need as they please and they can kind of see into other worlds and stuff but they generally don't demigods are like the extended family of the gods and goddesses so they have similar strengths and powers and are generally like bound to a portion of you know one of their universes or something like that um, but they're not like fully fledged uber powers they're they're kind of like hercules where he's like he's he's kind of godlike but you know still technically a mortal being so mm-hmm. So, since Astrana is more powerful than Valentine, and Jocelyn's also a demigod, apparently, kind of, right? You are? (laughs) Okay. Why? So, okay. No. Okay, well, I mean, you're powerful. You still don't know all your powers. I mean, does it make a difference if I'm the. If my. One parent is a goddess and the other is a demigod. Does that make me more stronger? More stronger? Oh, <laughs> no. So your <laughs> whole plan of going up there as you being bait, why don't you and Astrana just kind of walk up and be like, hey, family reunion, and then we'll kind of be behind just y'all. A, it was just an idea, but yeah. No, I know. But she would be there with you, and y'all could have, like, you know, kind of get us all in. And we'd be, you know, with her there, you... It would be more of a fair fight for us <laughs> if he has such great powers. Um, Shadow says, and Astrana had said this before, but Shadow says, I would not attempt to battle him here. He may only be a demigod on this plane, but the people's belief in him has made him incredibly powerful. Well, no, that's why I was like, Astrana could pair up with us and she could be that like extra edge that we would need because she's a full-on god. You may try to fight him. I 
can't say that I will be there if you decide to do that. <laughs> well, that's failure. Like, she's been here the whole she's time. Your been able to defeat him. So no, that was the shadow talking. By the way, yeah, it's just an idea. That's fine. Uh, I don't know. I'm having I'm having a hard time taking this all in. Like it might be a little harder to sneak in if this thing is like a living thing. So that's the problem I'm having. If it's a yeah. if it's a living creature, or like a machine. Like is has anybody had the chance to try to map the inside of it or do the rooms move around? The shadows uh, the talk sh- to him. Like what is yeah, the mean? shadow. Yeah, the shadow pop is it's still basically just around. He says, I've been in the, the tower many, many times. The rooms do change, but I can at least get you access. I can't necessarily hide you from it, but I can at least force doors open. So I got a question for you, Shady. Um, Slim Shady, thank you. Yeah, whatever. It's a... Uh... King Ultra ain't exactly a push around. How was he not just broken out? What what does his building have on him? How's it keeping him? I can't say for certain. The tower is a very powerful creature. It is not from this world. It's something that Valentine brought here from another world, so I don't fully understand it, but... It is, in essence, an extension of his domain of power. So, however strong Valentine is, he makes the tower that much more powerful. And maybe Ultra's weaker in this place. Who knows? So we gotta... We need to make sure Valentine isn't there before we go in, is what I'm hearing. Or at least doesn't know that you're there. Yeah, that's kind of my idea for the distraction bait kind of thing, was to take his attention away from the building so that the people could have a chance to go in and unimpede it, kind of. And if Astrana went with you, that would definitely be a distraction. Possibly. Yeah. I mean, I would be more distracted by a goddess and a person as opposed to just a person. Granted, you I have mean, a shadow inside of you, and that's that's pretty weird. But, but I mean, this is the, I mean, but we're also like, what? I don't want to go into this half baked or anything. What if, what if, let's say Yashrana and I do go to a location and call him out, and, and then what? When he gets there, then what? What if, what if something happens? What if? I also, as much as I hate to admit this right now, think we need her. Uh, with us. She's the one from here. It's the whole reason we came here with her. We, we need her in that tower. She's of this place. And the shadow is like the skeleton key, basically. Yeah. How many of those pill capsules do I have? Uh, one for each of you, and then also for one for uh, King Ultra. No extras. Okay. Maybe we can try to cause some sort of distraction. That's not me. (laughs) Uh, Astrana comes to you and says, That 
might be an interesting idea. What if you freed your world? I'm sure that would draw his attention. Oh shit. Like, put the it. world back. <laughs> or, I don't know how to send it back, but at least pull it free from the grasp of the Sky Beast. And what happens when it's free from the Sky Beast? I'm not entirely sure, but it would draw his attention. I'm not too sure I like the... I mean, <laughs> I, I, I mean, if it came down and hit this planet, that would definitely be a distraction. Not a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sure, but what else? Like, wait, we made a promise not to fuck this place up, but that's fine. Let's fucking blow it up. Do you, <laughs> think, do you think Rhonda and Wanda could do something about it? If we freed it from the Shadow Beast, do you think they could take it back? Is that a... Is, are you asking Astrana that? I'm asking the group. Oh, What gotcha. if... I don't know what they can do. What if we try to utilize this new power that Crystal has and create a teleportation to Prima for it? Just poof. <laughs> Back. It's a big fucking portal. Yeah. That would definitely be a distraction. All of a sudden this huge portal opens... Astrana says, with my help, it's possible, but that is quite a dangerous undertaking, transporting an entire planet. Dangerous in what way? <laughs> More dangerous than walking into a sentient being, a uh, building of, of our enemy? <laughs> that only endangers us. Equally dangerous. Uh, the, the danger is that I would have to push some of my power through her to cause her her transportation to be more powerful and that's human bodies aren't quite made for that kind of thing it's it's dangerous but possible what are the after effects what if you used a tougher body you don't have the teleportation ability can you (laughs) channel all that shit through me or me? Can you use me as a, like, siphon? I could. Or a yes. filter. But I mean, if, if anybody's going to be used as a filter, don't you think it should be somebody who's, like, the daughter of the being where the power is coming from? I mean, I don't know. What kind of check would this be? Would it be a mind check or a body check? <laughs> <laughs> if it's a body check, then it obviously needs to be Wayne. You roll all three of them at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> you, you'd be able to survive it pretty well. Wayne is more durable as well, but the, um, the trick of that is it has to be pointed at something that you're actively doing, essentially. Oh. Or, or because... Even if you acted as, like, a step between her and uh, Crystal, like, it would still be, like, the power would still be going through Crystal at some point, and that's that's the danger. Okay, well, let's take a step back for a second. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. First, how would we free Prima, the other half of Prima, from the Sky Beast? And Astrana turns to you and says, What if we just made it look like it was gone. An illusion? It is feasible with my help. You might have 
the power to make it disappear? I mean, for this plan to work, it would have to disappear from everybody's sight, not just Valentine's. Possibly. I mean, because it's not going to work if I'm sitting here going, Oh, what happened to the sun? And then Wayne's like, it's right there, Jocelyn. So, I mean... Because he'd be able to see it now. We also don't get our planet back. That is one thing that you guys can't see these things. Only when you had, like, her version of sight were you able to even see that. So you would assume that Valentine's probably the only person who could see it anyways. Other than her. <laughs> Why can Valentine see it and not me? Uh, you're not mature enough. I, I, I mean, we've kind of <laughs> we've kind of danced around this question a lot of like, okay, so like, what does that make you, and like, what does yeah, that mean I'd, for you, and all this kind of stuff. I don't like, know. I just have to ask as it comes up. <laughs> yeah, ultimately, it just comes down to like you're you're still like largely equivalent to mortals because you're basically a baby. Like as far as like your your I'm powers a go. Baby. Yeah, you're a demigod baby. So, what that's why like a lot of your powers are so based in like reality warping stuff. So, but you're slowly picking it up. Okay. I mean, I'm down to try that idea, but I think if we're going to get this to work and work well, we need to get closer to his building. Right? Cuz we don't want to be a day's journey away and then ta, Prime is gone and I think you will need to free the planet and then get into the tower and then make it disappear so that he will be gone and you can rush in and save your friend before he gets back. Alright, so how do we free the planet? Yeah. That I'm not 100% sure on, but I think it probably has something to do with punching it really hard in the right place. I think you're all very adept at that sort of thing. That was kind of a DM thing, honestly. <laughs> you basically have to fight it. <laughs> and uh, she looks and she says, I can send you there, but I'm not... I can't tell you exactly what you'll find in there. It's a living being, just just like the tower, so it is Prime? difficult. Oh, no, the, no, the thing holding it. The Sky Beast, because I have no imagination. No, I'm sorry, my... <laughs> I, it's, a, it's just a lot to take in. It's... it's been a hectic day, yes. I personally think it's weird that you're a goddess and you can't just free the planet yourself. That's just me, though. I don't know your powers. The Sky Beast is from another world. I... I have no more control over it than I do the tower. Or over you. Well... Except for Jocelyn. I think I could probably do some stuff to her. Uh, not that I would, but, you know, just as a... I'm gonna stop talking now. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, that might be for the idea. best. Yeah. Jesus. I will uh, whisper over to Crystal Rainbow, this is the least competent goddess I've ever met. <laughs> Have you met a I, lot of goddesses, Wayne? This I is my hear third. you. I am <laughs> literally omnip... What are you doing? <laughs> Like I didn't hear. <laughs> okay. So I get the root of it. She's still a woman, and a, and her baby was taken from her. Maybe it made her confused. Wait, I don't know. Okay, so we've got to 
go up to the sky beast, punch the sky beast? Which, Wayne, I'm guessing that's going to be you. Yeah, I'm down for that. He loves punching shit. And then, and then what? I make it, it's free. What's the next step? I, I think I need a plan. I think I need a solid plan. Or I'm just going to start spiraling. Because I don't know. Uh, this is a lot to take in. Step one. Okay, that's going to be the name punch. of the episode. I'm sorry. You <laughs> 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 said it a lot. <laughs> Step one, punch the sky beast. Step two, free the planet. Step three, you illusion it to make it disappear. Step four, we enter the tower during the distraction and find King Ultra. Five easy steps. Or four. I, don't, I lost count, honestly. Four or five <laughs> easy steps. Step three and a half or, or four and a half, get to back here first and then make go. it disappear. Okay, so we come back here. And then I do my illusiony thing, which, like, we legitimately will not know <laughs> if it's working. We'll find out, I'm sure. So is getting the planet back to Prima, is, is that just off the board? No, no, that needs to happen. on the back happen. burner right now. I'm sure there's some method of getting it back. Possibly you could find it in the tower, I... Kind of. I don't know what Valentine's plans were with that, but I'm sure your friend, Mr. Ultra, had something to do with it. Astrana. Yes? In the worst case scenario, let's say one of us goes down. Not me. Let's say one of my friends, one of my family members goes down. Is there anything that you can do to help? Like bring them back from the dead. Yes, that is exactly what I am saying, to be absolutely clear, because I do not want anybody in this family to die. Not here, not now, not for a long time. I will say that it is possible to bring people back, but there are heavy prices to pay. For such what are those price? Who pays those prices? The person who is brought back. Yeah, let me interrupt you right here. Um, we're superheroes. This kind of goes with the territory. I fall. You don't do any of that voodoo shit to me. No, I was trying to think of an idea. Because if Crystal's body can't handle Astrana's power being siphoned through it, then what if that power transferred to somebody else temporarily? Goldfist or whomever it was, it feels like it's been a year now, said that if somebody dies, the person who killed them gets the power. And so then if y'all they have to kill me back, before he does. And if they come back, then the power goes back to them. So that's Correct. what I was thinking. You remembered something from another episode. I'm so, so proud right now. <laughs> Who, me? I remember shit from all kinds of episodes. <laughs> I just remember. other episodes? <laughs> there was, there was, we had a whole conversation about like, remember that cosmic war and all that stuff? And you're like, no. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Just no, like the biggest I want to say it was like point. three episodes ago. You were amazed that I remembered something from the first episode. So. <laughs> yeah, no, it's good. I just, it. It touched me, you know, in a good way. <laughs> when is it ever a bad way? Because oh, I have no. good touch. <laughs> mm. You learned it from Dude Bro, so. 
Mega. <laughs> Anyways. Nice. Not not that I want Crystal to die at all. At all. I kind of feel really guilty for even thinking it, to be honest, but... That's fine. I definitely... I want Prima intact. I just don't know what the best... Maybe it's it's something in the tower. Just so that we have some context here, you did just talk about killing your friend so that someone could steal her power for a bit and then bring her back to life like five minutes later just straight up <laughs> just temporary murder. It's not out of the realm of possibility, though. No, it's not. It just I just don't like her giving all the card to kill me, though. <laughs> no, I just, I don't... Some people might be a little eager and jump the gun. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh, she got hit. Let's blast her. She's dead. (laughs) Nathaniel says, yes, it's a very slippery slope. I just, it was. But I mean, he got it here somehow. So maybe he has like a, a machine or something. Like maybe he has a stronger portal. I mean, the sun did disappear through a portal. Maybe Valentine has something that did that, that we could use. We also need to think logically here. What happens to Prima once it's intact? Like, what is what does that mean for Prima? Are there people on that chunk up there? Or, I mean, is that something we want to worry about right now? It definitely gains a lot of weight. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was such a bad joke. Alright, let's start the episode over. Um, that's, that's where we're gonna call it. It gets a, it gets a one hell of a badonk a donk. Oh, End of podcast. Hey, what's that dad joke list looking like? <laughs> oh man, I haven't been keeping up with that in a hot the, minute. The notebook just catches on fire. <laughs> okay, step one, get up there. Step two, punch the sky beast. Step three, step two and a half is freeing Prima, right? I mean, you're adding a lot more steps. Mine was much more linear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yours left a lot of gaps, <laughs> and you left, and you lost count. So maybe it wasn't so linear. <laughs> I don't know. I like junkyards plan. <laughs> Let's just fucking get up there and see what happens. We'll make a plan after that. That's why fewer steps are better because you don't have to go with a like set plan. Just wing it. It's worked for us in the past. I'm not saying that it's the best, but it's kind of worked-ish. I mean, we make it up as we go along. Literally. Yeah, that's a little meta for me. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Where it's all made up and the points don't matter. All right, let's go. Let's go punch a sky beast. Huzzah. Step one. Step one. I can transport you at any time. Would you like to take a moment before you go, or... How do we get back? Can we have, like, a short rest or something? Yeah, yeah, that's why I was going have all of our shit back? <laughs> we'll get my spells back. I mean, we had, like, all a long slots. rest. My guiding wind, I need that back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why I was kind of, like, offering up the, uh, hey, maybe, like, let's take a nap here real quick. So, yeah, you guys can take the... Take a night, basically. It's always night there, so just take like an extended rest period. Okay. <laughs> so I'm just gonna say I got all my stuff back. <laughs> How do we get back? Once we punch the beast she's and it's gonna, free, she's gonna bring us back. I hope you, so. You need only to pray 
Well, I mean, to me specifically, but yes. Hey to Jocelyn's mom. Get it. <laughs> Dear Jocelyn's mom, I would like to win the lottery. <laughs> okay, yeah. So you guys rest and, and get all your stuff back. And uh, you guys kind of just hang out with the rebels for the most part. Uh, they, you know, they, they'll, they'll interact with you a little bit. But for the most part, they're just kind of like, what the hell's going on? So they kind of give you your privacy. So, except for Nathaniel, who I guess he thinks he's like your friend and he just kind of like hangs out with y'all and uh he just wants more cereal get away from me (laughs) (laughs) you ate all my cereal (laughs) i feel like i would go around asking for like lore of uh proteus and just sure information okay are you looking for my time yeah are you looking for anything in particular just kind of like the general gist of of proteus Uh, I would say I would start off as the general gist of Proteus and then kind of build my way into when did Valentine come around? Like, what's his story? Um, Okay. Because we know shit about Valentine. One of the best things you can do to help defeat your enemy is to learn about them. Yep. So you you want some of that sweet DM exposition. That's what I'm getting. Yeah. (laughs) It's your turn to talk, Aaron. It's your turn to talk. (laughs) Man, I talked like a whole episode last time. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, so you go around and and kind of talk to people. And, uh, I mean, Astrana also pitches in and kind of fills in the gaps, too. Because, I mean, she's hanging around with you, um, just kind of enjoying this whole, like, being around her daughter kind of situation. Go figure. But... Basically what you gather, uh, the kind of uh, expository bit, is that when the cosmos split up, uh, it was largely because Proteus stopped fighting. Um, They were kind of like the lead, uh, like they were the most like war-driven and aggressive and powerful group that was fighting in, in the cosmic war. Uh, so when uh, Astrana took over and was like, no, we're not doing this anymore, and pulled back, that basically settled everything. Um, so everyone else was like, we're fine with what we have, let's split everything up, it's all good. Um, so Proteus, after that, was actually fairly peaceful for a while. And then Valentine showed up roughly like 50 or 60 years ago, and no one's entirely sure where he came from. They don't know if he's actually from Proteus or if he's from some other world or, or what exactly he is. But he just kind of showed up one day and started, you know, kind of inciting this um, idea of, like, why did we stop the war? We didn't get enough for ourselves. We just have this one little planet. Like, if we go out and take over uh, the rest of the cosmos, then we'll have everything we could ever need. Like, he kind of, like, pointed to the the war-torn planet. It's like, look at what we have left. This is stupid. Why are we doing... Like, why do we have to settle for this? Um, So he kind of, in a sense, overthrew Astrana and and the way that, like, he kind of took the faith of the people away from her, which, you know, depleted her strength as well as making him more powerful. So, you know, in the sense that she still controls... Proteus, as far as like her domain, he kind of became the lead figure. And once he had kind of wrested that power away, he started waging war again, finding some ways to get into other other universes 
no one's entirely sure how he does it, but he is able to um, jump back and forth every once in a while and, and kind of affect things in other universes. So he's been doing this over the decades, and so the last place that he did it was Prima. And so he yanked the planet back, but since he didn't get the whole planet, he didn't consider the job done for whatever reason. Like, no one's entirely sure what his motivations are, but like, for whatever reason, he needs the whole planet in some fashion. So he's not, he hasn't let it go. And like, that's been kind of the focus of his, you know, attention for the last 20 odd years or so. So when we were seeing that Sky Beast, Mm -hmm. And we saw the the most of Prima, <laughs> yeah. the missing part of Prima. Were there other planets, other places up there too? Or was it just Prima? Uh, there are several other planets up there. Well, I didn't really specify at the time, but you, you would guess probably about a dozen other planets up there. And they're all wrapped up in like the tentacles of this giant like astral space beast, basically. And what of what of those planets? I mean, I'm not saying that we need to solve all problems here today or tomorrow but like like is he using them for like resources or like are they used up like are they even worth thinking about saving there's no real solid answer that anyone has for that Astrana basically just looks she's and just shrugs she says I I don't know what he wants with him or what he's done with him I cannot penetrate the the shell of the beast is a different domain than mine, so my omnipotence only can, goes so far. But you can get us there? I can get your physical bodies there, yes. I can't go there myself, personally. I'm going to kind of pull her to the side and ask her uh, a question. Yes, On the slide. I don't want Nathaniel and Jacob and all of them to hear it. Um, but I'm going to ask her, like, do they know of your connection with Valentine? No, we kept it very secret. I say we, I kept it very secret. It was not really my idea to uh, bear his children, as it were. Wait. I'm not, wait, 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 wait. It's just got real dark. Yeah, I was like, did... I was like, ah, she took her to the side, so I'm not there. But I was like, did that motherfucker rape you? (laughs) Am I I a child of, like, in a a really bad situation? Like, did he... It's not... Force himself on you? I don't know how to... This isn't... Why am I embarrassed? (laughs) It's not quite as bad as you're thinking, I, I believe. There was a time before he fully took over where we attempted peace and in a sense we were together as not happily married people but we were partners for a time unhappy though we were Uh, and when he finally decided to make his move to take everything over it had already gone a little too far we I was pregnant with you and he used that against me when he felt his machinations were in place oh my god I mean goddess (laughs) he may be a man on your world I don't I don't know (laughs) he okay I think you should oh god 
I mean, sounds like he manip manipulated you. That's a fairly accurate statement, I believe. Not that I'm proud of it. It happens. I'm sorry that happened to you. Well, it gave me you, and today that is a very nice thing. Awkward. <laughs> she, like, she gives you, like, a very awkward pat on the shoulder. Like, she doesn't really know. <laughs> like, she, she doesn't actually know what to do here. She's just kind of, like, sheepish still. Jocelyn, I think, at this point, after a moment, I think she would go in for a hug. Okay. Kind of in it, like awkwardly doing it because she's yeah. not a hundred percent sure, but yeah. Also, she's nine foot tall, which makes it super weird. <laughs> so, but yeah, because yeah, I'm like hugging her knee. I'm yeah. Like... <laughs> she, well, when she talks to you, she like squats down, so she, you like hug like the bottom half of her torso, basically, and uh, she like gives you like as close to a hug as she can do, which is basically like she just puts her hands on her back and they like engulf you, basically. So. It's it's wicked awkward, but she gives it a shot. Didn't you hear Jackie yell, are we going to go punch this thing or not? <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Excuse me, we're having a moment. <laughs> okay, then. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, King Ultra's being tormented. I think we should try to get him as fast as we can. Maybe he's been able to get some intel while he's in there. He did say that there were people who... It didn't, he said it didn't seem like everybody was on Valentine's side. So, I mean, that could be our benefit. Possibly. Uh, so step one, we punch the sky beast. Step two, <laughs> step one, we step punch one. the planet. Step, step three, one. illusion the planet. No, nope, step, step four, three we... is getting back. Yes. No. Yes, that's what Strava said. We have to come back and then we illusion the planet. Illusioning the planet is step four. Yeah, after we free the planet. That's when you do that. Nope. Oh no, nope, we free the planet. We come back and then illusion it. Cool, this is definitely a five-step plan. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. So glad that we established the number of steps. Okay. It makes me feel better, okay? <laughs> I'm not cool. even listening. It's I'm cool. just braiding Biscuit's hair. I'm like, just fucking tell him what I'm <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Nathaniel's next to you also braiding his hair. He's actually really good at it. Like, he's, he's braiding the tail and you're braiding the mane. Nice. Yeah, and so it turns out to be like one giant, like, French braided tail. It's like, ah, ah. It's beautiful. <laughs> it Before is, we head gorgeous. off, Shadow... Yes. If the building knows you, is it going to be a problem that you're going in there? It does not know that I have turned against Valentine. However, I cannot hide your presence, any of your presence, which will be the more dangerous part. But if it can sense my presence, will it sense your presence as well? It's not very bright. <laughs> the building is not very bright. No, it... It's sentient, but not a brainiac. Wait. It still thinks you're with Valentine? I have no reason to believe it would think otherwise. So what if you're bringing us in as prisoners? That's that what would I take was us just right, thinking. right to King Ultra. It is an idea. I am comfortable with uh, play acting the 
Jailer, I have done it before. So what's this, like step eight or something? (laughs) (laughs) I think we're at step 12. Oh, fuck. It's a 12-step program. (laughs) Nathan, you got a piece of paper or something? I'm going to have to write this down. (laughs) Nathan just pulls out a Sharpie and starts writing it on Mr. Biscuits. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Don't do that. He was was the perfect color for it. Oh, my God. (laughs) He's so clean and white. I couldn't help him. Wayne's idea, I mean, that's... It could be be an easy way for us to get into the building. And even get closer to King Ultra without incurring any uh, uh, battles or fights like with it. other people. Undue aggression. <laughs> yes. We can try it. I like it. We still got the first five steps to go. Maybe we should focus on those. Yes, I feel like we're getting ahead on steps. <laughs> okay. All right. Sit us there. I'm ready. One step at a time, guys. <laughs> Uh, okay, so the shadow kind of sloops back into Jocelyn, and Astrana has you guys... I'm sorry, every time I try and think of the word Astrana, my brain comes out with pastrami, and it's just like, <laughs> it's really throwing me off today. Uh, you did this to yourself. Yep. So. I did. Try, maybe. I, I apparently was hungry when I figured this one out. Um, so, actually, it's because I wanted Jocelyn's name to originally be Astrid, and I was like, okay, well then... You know, what's after that? Astrana. Pastrami. Whatever. Anyways, so Astrana uh, gathers you guys together. <laughs> and she kind of basically just mushes you into like a little circle, like a loose circle with uh, Mr. Biscuits in the middle because he's gigantic. And she says, okay, I can't tell you what you're about to experience, but I will drop you to the safest place I can think of having viewed this place from the outside. I don't know much about the beast, but typically if you destroy something's nerves or brain or, you know, chop off a limb, it generally will get the job done. So, good luck. And she kind of waves her hand over you guys, and you are transported. Once again, just like this, you're one place one second, and a whole different place another second. And... You find yourself on a squishy, like, flat plane kind of uh, situation. Um, There's a very dim kind of light around you so that you can see fairly okay. It's not stellar. It's kind of like nighttime with the moonlight. But uh, you guys are able to look around and you see that you are on kind of this octopus-colored, like, textured, fleshy thing. And uh, about 100 yards away from you, you see what looks to be like uh, kind of like the ear hole of an octopus's head. You know, that kind of like weird ridge with a little chunk going down inside of it. And uh, all around you, you just see kind of the darkness of space, essentially, with like very little starlight or anything. Um, And you look directly up and you can just see like the shadow of Proteus kind of vague in the sky. And down farther away from where that hole is, uh, you guys see just this basically mountain range of tentacles that reach off into seemingly infinity. Like, you guys can't even, like, gather the scope of how enormous and how long this thing is, but you guys see these tentacles wrapped around the shapes of other dark planets. So, that's where you are. 
I'm so glad they have so much faith in us thinking that we can defeat this shit. Look at this. This is huge. What the fuck? This is a little daunting. Climbing this ear hole. You know, one step at a time. One step. Let's just step walk one. in that butthole over there and start messing things up inside. Yeah, yeah. Okay. New step one. Okay. Get inside. <laughs> <laughs> because it's a lot to take in. Yes, yes. <laughs> See, steps. We accomplished step one. Good. This is step a comfort. <laughs> yes. Now. Actually, step one was just punching him. So first, we got to finish that, and then we can move on to step two. See, this is why I uh, said that. Mr. We Biscuit stomps his hoof really here. hard and goes, "Does that count? I think that counts. <laughs> step one done. <laughs> All right. All right. And I just start walking towards the ear. Is that what we're going towards? Um, first off, before anyone starts walking anywhere, I'm going to throw a force field around all of us. Okay. <laughs> it's not a terrible idea. I didn't think but, so. so is yeah. there a tentacle wrapping around Prima itself? Yes. So maybe we should just attack that tentacle. I don't think so. No. I think what so your mama said about nerves and shit. She said we need to punch him in the right place. Or hurt yeah, him in the right place. Go find his brain. Square in the junk. <laughs> then maybe, <laughs> then yeah, maybe we free the other planets <laughs> at the same time if we can just... The ultraplanetary sized giant cephalopod definitely has genitals. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, you go find those. I'm going with her. <laughs> <laughs> goes, I'm going with her. I'm going to kick this shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to this ear hole. Let's go. Let's get this going. Okay. You guys uh, all head towards the ear hole. And uh, it takes you a little while to get over there. Like, the gravity's not 100% right here. Like, you're a little bit lighter. It kind of feels like it's shifting every once in a while. And, and it's not like it's not the same gravity as, like, Earth. So you guys f- sort of feel like moon man a little bit kind of bouncing a little as you as you're walking which biscuits fucking loves like every time he takes a little <laughs> leap his little his legs can't like he's swimming he goes look crystal look Cute. i'm swimming i'm swimming again oh you're killing me and uh Focus, man <laughs> i bust out my phone i'll take a video <laughs> oh, yeah. definitely video worthy YouTube's going to love it. So anyways, you guys uh, make it to the ear hole, and what you see is uh, kind of like this nautilus shell-shaped like depression that goes down. It almost is ramp-like in the sense that it you know spirals down. Uh, there's like a whole like walkway, basically, that uh, conveniently looks like you could you know enter the, the creature's head fairly easily. This almost seems too easy. Well, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. And I just kind of keep going. (laughs) I don't know if I'm supposed to be offended by that. (laughs) No? Okay, cool. I'm just going to take your word for it. (laughs) Yeah, so you guys uh, start heading down this ramp. And you come to what looks to be like a membrane, basically. It's kind of... God, I hate using this word, but sphincter-like. Nice. (laughs) So, yeah, uh, that's what you guys get to. Like, basically, this is, like, the ear canal, like, entrance, essentially. So, yup, you got a sphincter. What you gonna do with that? (laughs) Crawl in. Gross. Awesome. If this is the ear, what if we made a really big noise? Or, you know, like... 
they caution when you're cleaning your ears to not go down very far because you could puncture, you know, <laughs> the wall in your ear. Maybe that's something we could do. <laughs> let's try not to piss it let's off get, just yet. Let's get a planet-sized <laughs> Q-tip and just start jamming. <laughs> I create an illusion spell. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now there's a really interesting theoretical question. Could you make this giant octopus, like, hallucinate something? That's a neat, uh, that's a good one. Okay. Anyways, are you gonna try and like just squeeze your way in, Wayne? Or are you guys gonna try something else? Yeah, I'll, I'll just kind of walk forward and test it out. Okay. How exactly are you going about it? You just trying to like scoop into it or like pry it You're open? Just gonna or... run and jump. <laughs> yeah. Are you gonna use your climbing skill? I could try. <laughs> I could try an energy blast and just blast it open. Technically, it's already open. <laughs> okay. Um, hmm. Wayne, if you'd like to do something, um, you can roll your body check. I would like to climb into the sphincter. I hate you. Uh, <laughs> you'll be at a negative for however much your climb is. <laughs> I will take it away from me. Is it really dark in here? <laughs> I rolled seven, and with my climb, I need to roll under a 16, so well under. Your climb. <laughs> yeah, so you, with your ripped ass old dude strength, you manage to like squeeze your your hands in and then like slowly like inch your way into this ear canal. Um, and it's like crushing down on you, like to the point where if you feel like if someone besides you had tried to like squeeze into this thing, they probably would have been crushed to death pretty immediately. But you manage to like squeeze through and you eventually kind of Ace Ventura style like plop out the other side all covered in goo and ooze. And uh, We've been friends for far too long because that was the exact image I had in my head. Plop. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Oof. Yeah. And uh, so you uh, just kind of tumble into this room that, well, not it's not a room, it's a cavity <laughs> you fall into this kind of cavernous cavity uh, that looks to be like the entryway into the rest of the skull essentially um, and as you're watching a uh, little like four-legged kind of what I'm trying to think of here they look like almost robotic and the fact that they're like chitin is like sleek and black uh, like xenomorph kind of style uh, but they're the, like there's the they're these relatively small to like this creature but they're still probably about three feet tall um that start kind of crawling out of various holes in this cavity um and you see about a half a dozen of those start climbing out of the the walls and uh seeming to catch your scent as it were it's, it's the white blood cells yeah that's what i was here <laughs> yeah pretty um, much <laughs> wait are we on the magic school bus right now uh yes yeah. exactly <laughs> Um, so for this next bit, we are going to roll initiative so that we have everything kind of in line correctly. Aaron? Yes? If my initiative is really low and this is going to be the one low roll I make today, I'm going to be so mad. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to say that I didn't see any of this coming. Okay. You've had a lot on your mind. Well, this is like, yeah. Uh, Jackie? Eight. Uh, Jocelyn? 12. Crystal? 14. Wow, this is like perfectly in order. Wayne? 13. Okay. And we can't see 
through this membrane, right? Nope. Yeah, so. <laughs> um, Alright, so we will start with one Crystal Biscuits. Oh, fuck me. I'm first. <laughs> Um, I guess I'll try to, like, look in the sphincter. <laughs> okay. Uh, like, can I try to get through? Is it gonna hurt me? You, how, how are you inspecting it? Are you just, like, giving it, an, like, a visual pat-down, basically? Just try to open it and, like, stick my head in. Like, I will try to go through. Um, you... Like Wayne did. Like, it's, it's, it's tight down to basically like a fist and so you like try and stick your <laughs> finger in there and try like get some leverage and you realize that this thing is super strong it like like just getting okay. the tip of your finger in there you're like ow okay okay oh god it's like a vice how did wayne get in there ain't my first sphincter <laughs> not my not my first <laughs> astral be- space beast sphincter <laughs> Like, where's Fistmaster when you need it? You know it? what I want to know is, I want to know deal. your version of Wayne's backstory. <laughs> <laughs> Good lord. Um, I don't know. I Like, I'll ask the girls. It's like, I can't get through this. What should I do? Uh, attack it. Alright, stand back. I'll try to blast it. I just had to write hit points for a sphincter. Life is good. <laughs> <laughs> I won by one. Okay. <laughs> Rolled 14 under 15. Cool. And I, I will say that uh, the sphincter is not susceptible to critical hits, so there is no point in trading yeah. uh, off the other attack for that. We're going to say that it lost by a substantial number. Cool. Yes. Cool. That's a 10 and a 2 and a 4. So, 32. Yeah, you uh, fire onto this thing with your super awesome new gun that you took from the Great Shooter. Um, and it it feels pretty nice. It's a nice gun. <laughs> and you hit this thing square, like, right in that, that like, bundled up spot in the sphincter. And uh, you see the whole thing kind of quiver, but it does not release. This is so gross. <laughs> the grossest thing. I guess I'll try to do my second hit. Okay. And that was a seven, eight, uh, under 15. It lost by 10. Yeah, if any of you miss on this thing, you, you should just quit. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. That sounds like a bad challenge. It's going to happen. Yeah, it's probably to you. <laughs> yeah, thank that you. To me. Probably to me. 25. Cool, 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 cool. Guess that's my turn. Sweet. If it didn't do anything. <laughs> uh, no, pretty much same thing. Uh, it seems to quiver some more this time, but still remains quite staunchly squeezed. Um, we'll move on to <laughs> Wayne. Well, wait. <laughs> what about uh, Biscuit? Oh, yeah, Biscuit can do his thing. Do his lightning horn? Yes. Maybe a little electricity will loosen it up a little or bit. Or maybe make it tighten <laughs> harder. Oh no. Uh, it loses by six. Nine. We won by six. Alright. It's 25 as well. That's 25 and 30. 30 lightning damage to the butt. <laughs> yes, you, you zap that butthole <laughs> real good. And it clenches real, real tight. <laughs> but it does, it does <laughs> seem to be uh, looking a little more slack than it was before. So 
it's getting somewhere. <laughs> um, so then we'll move on to Wayne. You have basically six of these roughly three foot tall, kind of like four-legged spider looking alien things with little vicious mouths full of teeth. And uh, they look like they definitely want to eat your face off. So uh, they're all kind of roughly in a ring around you about 30 feet away. So what you want to do from here is up to you. I would like to kind of reach out like I would towards animals. Um, Do they have like a mind I can interact with? Sort of. They have a mind, but not like any animals that you've seen. Uh, It's, you know... it's animal adjacent, we'll say. Um, so if you were want, if you wanted to try and connect with it, you'd be like at a negative, but you could still try to. Yeah, I think before, because I imagine if these are like the bacterial defense system, there's probably millions of them. Mm-hmm. I would like to try to convince them that I'm like good bacteria in here. Okay. That I'm not a threat. Uh, we will say that you can roll your um, animal telepathy, whatever thing that we have not used in like 70 years, <laughs> um, and it'll it'll be at a negative three. So it's going to be a tough one, but not impossible. So is this a soul check? Uh, yeah, soul plus your animal telepathy, whatever you thingy. So 11 minus three, so I need to roll under an eight. Yeah, so a little tough, Jesus. Not, but not terrible. Let's do what I can do. Better than Jackie's old body checks. (laughs) (laughs) That's a 12. And was that my whole turn, or do I still have time to realize this ain't working and start punching? Um, I'll say that's a pretty quick realization of like, oh no, that's not going to happen. So you can can still do an attack. All right. What did you get? I got a 12. Oh yeah, not not happening. I guess the closest one to me, I'll just run up and try to jump on it Super Mario style and see if that works. Okay. You're gonna, you're gonna butt stomp this thing. <laughs> I, I mean, more yeah, like, like feet. Yeah, just, I, like, jump, just onto jump on it. it. Yeah, I, know, I just, I don't. That's what I think we've had enough butt stuff this episode. Thank you. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. No, there's never enough. Uh, there's always butt stuff. <laughs> it. Whoa. It succeeds by six. Man, it succeeded math. by four. All right. Balls. <laughs> so. You, like, try and stomp on this thing, and it immediately, like, does this really elaborate backflip, and then, like, like lands on the, the, the wall of the cavity, and then bounces back and lands right in front of you, and just kind of, like, gives you this weird little, like, middle finger kind of gesture from its pointy <laughs> claw. Cool. We See, will... you think I would have been able to get along with that. <laughs> you were so close. He didn't have a flask of, of liquor, though, so that's where you guys disagreed. He's, he's straight edge. <laughs> Yeah. So we'll move on to Jocelyn. Uh, that's the end of your turn, right, Wayne? Yes. Okay, cool. We will move on to Jocelyn. I'm going to try this new ranged attack. Okay. How are you attacking it, like, specifically? Because this thing's kind of malleable, so you have a lot of options for how you want to go about that. For this, for the shadow's ranged attack? Because mm-hmm. it's basically the shadow's, like, tendrils. So you guys have seen it be pretty flexible before, so you kind of have some some room to play with like the color of how you attack things oh well in this situation i would kind of just aim the tendrils right into you want to penetrate the sphincter don't make me say <laughs> it you want to penetrate That's gross. The yeah just <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> if anyone could yeah, see our like, the hand motions that we're making this whole time, it's really terrible. <laughs> Wedge it in Basically, there! Basically, turn them into forceps and. Yeah. So this out. is my. Because I don't. This is my first time to use this. So it says range attacks ACV plus two. Yes. It's 20 damage. It's armor piercing. But what do... So what do I... When I roll, what do I add to it? Just my ACV? So it's AB, ACV plus two. My dice. Gotcha. Yeah. That's what I'm rolling yeah. against. Yeah. So 11. Yeah, I have to get under it 11. It occurs to me that you've really only done, like, melee attacks, I think, twice in this whole game. So... <laughs> it's not a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so I rolled an 11. Uh, he... So what, what is... So I tied. Oh, you tied? Okay. Um, he tied his defense... Oh no no no! This is the this is the sphincter. Sorry, my bad. He lost by six, so you are. Oh nice! You are okay, all set. so it's twenty damage. You prepare for the butthole. So I rolled two dice. Yes. Right. Come on, ten. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a four and a seven. Okay, so full damage. So twenty damage. Yes. So basically, since you're like wedging this thing in there, you definitely. Did know that it fully has like penetrated into this gap <laughs> i'm trying to find like less gross ways to say this <laughs> yes thank you it's not going super well so it's penetrated into this gap and like you think that you could probably if you exerted enough force on it in like the next turn you might be able to start prying it open with the shadows pretty incredible strength so that is kind of where you're at at the moment so do you want to leave hey. them in there? In? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yep. Do you want to pull it out or? <laughs> nope. Oh my god. Sorry, I couldn't help it. We're going to have to put a warning I mark them all explicit, dude. <laughs> I think we're going to get some new fans and probably not the new fans yeah. we want. No. No. Octopus butt stuff is not cool. It's an ear. It's an ear. We need to remember it's an ear. It is an ear. It's very much an ear. It's Your a listening speaker. organ. Um, anyways, so we will move on to uh, Jackie then. Okay, I'm going to take my shield and I'm going to try and wedge it in there and try to open it. Okay. Uh, roll me a body check and I'll give you a plus one because the shadows tendrils are in there as well. They're not necessarily pulling at the moment, but they're at least wedging a little. No. <laughs> okay. I rolled a 14. Even with the plus one, it's a nine. So, no. Okay. So, you go to, like, bash your shield into this thing and try and, like, wedge it in, and he just, like, bounces straight off. And you hear the voice of Shadow go, It was a good try. And he just kind of That's wriggles a little condescending. bit. He's trying to be helpful. That's not a help. Thanks. Helpful. That's not helpful. <laughs> and that's... Uh, actually... Oh, you just said a straight body roll. Because, like, my shield, wouldn't that... Like, I'm technically attacking with that. So I have that ACV plus my armor level for my shield. Um, that's for that's for throwing the shield, which is slightly different. Because then it's, like, rocket-powered. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you can you can just hit with the shield to just be your normal... Like, it, uh, the equivalent of unarmed, unarmed damage, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, do you want to do anything else with your turn? Since I already did an attack, I couldn't, like, energy blast it or anything, right? No. We'll probably consider that your action in the parlance okay. of the D&D &D world. Um, no, that's it. I'll just try to be like, oh, fuck, no, and then, you know. <laughs> we'll say you slipped a little bit, so you couldn't quite yes, get the you. leverage in there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sweet. So, 
Uh, we'll move on to the uh, white blood cells, as it were. So these little aliens. This would be a lot easier if we were just going straight for his junk, guys. Yeah, seriously. It <laughs> <laughs> would. So these little creatures are going to try and go after one Wayne. Let me try and find some matching dice here. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, so three of them are going to do, like, run up to you and try and eat you, and then three of them are going to try and spit acid on you from a distance. Oh, that's fun. Yes, it is. Uh, so first we'll do a success by three. Lost by four. Okay, let me just mark how many we get here. Um, and then uh, success by two. Lost by two. Nailing it. And... That is a success by three. Plus by five. Wow. Success by four. Lost by two. Good lord. And, oh, okay, so that'll be a loss by eight. Nope, that's a flat success. Never mind. Success by three. Nice. Okay. I would like to point out my DV plus my unarmed defense, 10. Statistically, <laughs> half of those I should have at least gotten. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, and then this is another uh, a flat zero. Oh, the there's one more. Still? Yeah, there was one last one. Did was that the one I won by three? Uh, that was the last, the one before this. Okay. Ha! Four. So I won by six. Nice. Okay. Cool. So you'll have three bite attacks and then one acid attack. So let's get this stuff rolling. It's been a while since I had to do some real fighting here. Nice. It's been a couple episodes, yeah. Yeah, so that'll be 35 damage from the first guy. Um, that'll be 40 damage from the second. Uh, another 35. It's a really good thing Wayne got stuck in there. Mm -hmm. I need one more this one. And then that will be 50 for that one. Uh, oh no, sorry, 60 for that one. God. Uh, that's alarming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went from 275 hit points to 105. I think that's yeah. the most damage that's ever been done in a single, like, t turn ever in this game. Yeah, I'm not happy with it. Yeah, that was pretty awesome from my uh, perspective. So, thanks, Wayne. How much damage? A lot. I think it's like 170 or something like that. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> and not all of them. No, no two, two, two of them missed. Yeah, <laughs> they also rolled really well on their damage rolls. So there's that. Okay, <laughs> so then uh, they have kind of done their thing. Um, so three of them are staying kind of on the edges of the room, and then three of them are just right up on you. Just so we are clear on the spacing here, and we will move back up to Crystal. Goodness, I will try again. Can I get in now? Fire away. Still tight. Oh, are you trying to like squeeze in, or are you shooting at it? I'll shoot at it again. It's not ready. <laughs> um, so it loses by three. I won by seven. Sweet. Roll that sweet bean footage. Uh, 15, 20. Okay. And then I tied 15, 15. Uh, he lost by seven. 
or it lost by seven. A sphincter has no gender. <laughs> that is 12. So 22. Okay. So you fire these two shots and they both like rapid fire plunk into this thing. And uh, as you do, you start to see like the the tendrils from the shadow start to pry a little bit and that second bullet just like hits like some soft sensitive spot right in the center of the sphincter and you guys see this thing just whoosh, rip wide open. <laughs> Not rip, open naturally, <laughs> but open all the way open. That made me clint really hard. Sorry, rip is a bad word to use. That's totally my bad. <laughs> Shockingly quick open. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, you guys watch this thing just poof right open, and you see Wayne standing in front of where it used to be with uh, his clothes like starting to just like fall apart from this acid that has been thrown up- thrown on him, and he's covered in all these like bites all over his arms and legs, and uh, he's just like wrestling with these three weird alien looking creatures and just having a great time. <laughs> Would you count the acid as a debuff? It's not... Uh, yeah, yeah, because there... I mean, you guys don't know this yet, but there is actually a uh, timed damage component to it. Oh, joy. Nice. Yeah, you are about to take more damage. Actually, you are about to take more damage because it's now Wayne's turn. So, unless uh, Biscuits wants to do something real quick. First. We can try his lightning horn again on one of the little creepy crows. Um, are you going for one of the three up front, or are you going for the back row? Yeah, okay. the ones closest to Wayne. Okay, I will just kind of consider that the same one Wayne is swinging at. That's a six, baby! Should I put should I put clothes on these ones so that we are, like, clear on which ones? <laughs> <laughs> just make them a different color. I was about to say, yeah, uh, so we'll go with uh, the three in front. In, wow, the three, three in, in the front. front. Yeah, they have, like, a spot <laughs> on their, on their, like, their head. Uh, one has a blue spot, one's orange, and one's red. And then the ones in the back row are teal and mauve and beige. God. I'm never going to I can actually that. use these now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, you don't have to just go by smell now. You can actually see the people you're killing. <laughs> I'm sad one of them doesn't have a monocle, though. One of them has a monocle. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> but it's hanging <laughs> out of its mouth because it doesn't have, like, reason. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he got a six with his lightning horn cool and we're saying you're going against blue blue so he won by six or he, got... he we rolled a six so okay. six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirty four fifty nine all right and blue got a uh, flat success so if you succeed then you are good all right so that is 22 damage nailed it nice and we will go in this space with Wayne. Alright, so you're gonna, you and Biscuits are both gonna kind of flank him, basically? Is that what's going on? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So, let us move on to Wayne. You, uh, obviously get your regeneration for, you know, whatever amount that is. Yes. So then, also, you are going to take uh, 25 damage from the acid. It Shit. basically seems to have stuck around for a minute and sunk deeper, but then deactivates after that point. So. Wayne, why all are you taking right. all your clothes off? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, his belt starts to disintegrate and... <laughs> uh, okay, so what would you like to do? Well, uh, I'm thrilled that they got the balloon knot undone. Um, so I'm going to 
I guess punch the one that just got lightning bolted in front of me. And this turn, I'm going to remember that I have a second attack now, which would have been really useful last yeah, turn. Yeah, I was wondering about that, but I, <laughs> yeah, I kind of I couldn't remember if we'd actually done that or not. It's like, wait, isn't there a second? Anyways, okay, go ahead. God damn it, I can't roll for shit today. Um, I lost by... Oh, no, I only lost by two. Um, and he lost by... Th- no, he lost by one. So... And that's his, then. Yeah. Um, I... I think the fact that if I have another round like last round, I'm going to die, uh, it's probably weighing pretty heavily on me. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and do Speed of the Viper for my second attack. Typically, you don't, we do that by itself, but considering you missed the attack, we can just say that you just did Speed of the Viper. So, Wait, infinite ultra powers don't count as just like an attack? They're like a whole action, essentially, to themselves. Oh, well... I'm going to pretend I remember that, and I guess I'll just attack <laughs> the other one, or the same one again. Okay. And uh, hope my friends save my life. Fortunately, one, you of know your, it, fortunately, one of your friends can actually heal people, so that's nice. I yep. got potions for my mom. I got in. Alright, so uh, under 14, and I rolled an 8. Um, so he won by 4. I think 14 minus 8 is more than that. Six. Yeah, that's 6. You won by 6. Cool. So you got it. I'm not going to do the math for you. You've got to do some of it. Like. I will. It's fine. <laughs> Rolled an 8 and a 5, so that's full damage and half damage? Uh, no, it's two fulls. Yeah, those are both Two fulls? Yeah. Uh, then 20 damage, and that is armor piercing. Okie dokie. Don't you get an additional... Oh, no, that additional 5 leveled you out to 20, Yeah, right? I've, I've added yeah. it okay. in. Because normally I'm 15 damage, so yeah. the additional 5 makes it 20. Cool, 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 cool. All right, so you uh, punch this thing square in its, like, blue dot in its head, and you see the, the shell start to crack down its face, and it hisses at you angrily. Okay, and it I drops its right monocle. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> How will I know which The monocle went? shatters on the ground, then it cries just a little bit. A single tear runs down the face. <laughs> okay. Is that, <laughs> is that uh, all you got for your turn? Uh, yes. Sweet. Then we will move on to one Jocelyn. Um, I'm going to run up to Wayne Mm -hmm. and heal him up as much as I can. I can heal him. Is he still taking acid damage or is that gone? That just finished. Okay. Okay. Then I won't waste my time on that one. Yeah. I'll heal him 55. 55. Yay. Thank you. Yep. Okie dokie. And then I guess that's the end of my turn. Uh, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Healing's kind of like a big. Fat I get thing, to take so. an action, and Shadow gets to take an action. <laughs> uh, well, Shadow's basically your action, so yeah. Maybe one day. <laughs> All right. He's got to mature as well. He was just recently a smoke blob, so. Then my turn is done. Okay, we will move on to Junkyard Jackie. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and go into the other cavity. And I'm going to take my sword out and try to stab the blue one, I guess. Because that one's still up, right? Yeah, it's looking pretty hurt, but it's still up. Okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and try to stab that one. Okay. Wow. It lost by seven. Oh, I'm glad that it lost. Sometimes it's hard to read whether you're happy or sad. I I, I do the same reaction for both good and bad things. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I won by... Three. Nailed it. It almost got a critical failure, so you've, you've got that one unlocked. I'm going to do um, 
do I have to say that I'm doing blinding strike or does that just uh, yeah you should say does it every time you I mean you should say that if, if you do it or not it's kind of like a divine smite but it's just okay. kind of free so okay well it's gonna be blinding strike by the way sweet <laughs> you're gonna try and blind the thing with Lutana apples yes and so the damage with the sword is gonna be 25 okay Nice. And then um, contested soul check. I'm going to save myself the time of rolling and you the time of rolling and say that you chop this thing's tiny little toothy head off. Great. Yes. Oh, and this time my blinding strike, um, it's octarine and it smells like fire smoke. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like a, a pit, like a fire pit smoke. Yeah. So yeah, Jackie just rushes in here and just with like one epic swing, just like lops this thing head off and there's just this huge flash of light that, hey, you can actually see now, Wayne. And you guys all Hell smell yeah. this like really pleasant, like outdoorsy campfire kind of smell. Mm -hmm. And then all the other monsters shriek at you and you remember that, oh yes, your lives are on the line. Awesome. Is that uh, going to be it for your turn? Yeah. I mean, I'll say that I already have my shield out and just kind of hovering ready to be used. So like in okay. front of me. Okay, cool. Uh, then we will move on to the, the creatures. So, considering that you just murdered one of uh, their buddies, uh, one of the like melee creatures and one of the other guys from the back are going to both attack you, Jackie. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one did horribly lost by five. Okay, because um, I rolled an 11, so I lost by three. Okay, so he will Good. miss. Um, and then range guy will swing at you. What the hell am I rolling at this point? Um, he'll be a, f a flat zero. Oh, yeah, no, I lost by four this time. Whew, okay. But I have my shield out. So. Yeah, that's the one you don't want to <laughs> don't get hit by, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, so that'll be uh, 45 damage as the acid comes raining down upon you. So, but actually it's going to be 25 damage? Uh, it'd be 35 because the 20 halves damage. It doesn't completely erase it. I know, it's a really confusing calculation. It really so, is. So it takes the first 20, cuts it down to 10, and then you add the rest of it. Okay, so 35. Yeah, I realize that that could be easier, but if it just takes all the damage away, then it becomes wicked overpowered super fast. I mean, I'm okay with this. <laughs> well, <laughs> Cathedral... I mean, we are superheroes. <laughs> yeah, Cathedral and and uh, and the Destroyer had, like, incre incredible armor, so you guys never actually really did any damage to them, and I realized at that point that we can't just have armor, just not... Just do flat zero, so... It makes it more yeah. fun this way, because then you can still do damage, but it's just not very much. Anyways. Okay. So, yeah. So, those two went. We will do uh, the red guy and the mauve guy. So, we're going to keep going after Wayne. Yeah, one by one. And it's uh, one by one as well. So, it is still going to hit. Son of a bitch. And then <laughs> mauve is going to one by win by two. Ooh, I won by four, motherfucker. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good, so you avoided the acid. Nice job. That'll be 40. 40 damage. Almost undoing everything I just did. <laughs> They're very sharp teeth. They're like kitten teeth, but big. Razor sharp pointiness. That's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> cool. 
And then we have one left who is going to, um, ja or Jocelyn, did you actually like run into the room? Like I never, yep. I don't know if we ever established like if you have to actually touch people to heal them. I always kind of assumed as much, but I don't think I ever said it. I don't, honestly, I don't think it's required for Jocelyn to touch people to heal them. She just does it. Yeah, she's just got the good good. I don't touch. think she's ever tried to not. Okay. Sounds good to me. But if 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 the, keep if it the book would have said, yeah. yeah, if the books would have said touching, I would have wrote it down. So yeah, that's kind of besides the point. Okay, I just want to know if you were in the room because this last guy's gonna. I'm totally go, in the room. Yeah, this yes. last guy's gonna go for you. So of course. Um, so this is the beige one, and it will win by two. Oh, DCB, right? Sorry, yes. I don't get attacked often. No, you really don't. I lost by seven. <laughs> Good God. <Fuck. laughs> okay. My DCB is only seven. And I rolled a 14. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ooh, shit. That's going to hurt. So that'll be 70 damage as this thing basically just shoots acid directly, like, at all of your vital organs. It got two critical successes on the damage. Yeah. That's rough. I'm going to have to get a calculator out for that. <laughs> I'd say just do 15 minus 7, but I can barely do that, so. <laughs> Could, should we just have Nicole on the call to just do math for us? <laughs> I've opened a calculator because I'm not used to taking this much damage. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not the only one. <laughs> no, that means I'm doing my job right. I wanted, I wanted the combat to start hurting a little more. Ooh, uh, like, yes, I won't need success. a calculator. I will be dead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I took damage? Oh, I'm just dead. That's fine. Yep. <laughs> I don't need to do, do the counting now. Okay, cool. So that is all the creatures. Um, the three in the back are staying in the back, um, and the two that are left in the front um, are kind of splitting between Wayne and Jackie. So we will move on to Crystal. So Jocelyn is in the room with us? Yeah, she's like yeah, standing. Yeah, I ran in. Yeah, like I, I would imagine kind of like behind Wayne and like to Absolutely. the side a little bit. <laughs> she never stands fully front to front to any creatures <laughs> i think i've done it well, before it just doesn't work out well for me no so. not really no <laughs> well i don't want to put biscuits up there but biscuits is gonna do guardian in front of jocelyn okay so she gets a plus two nice i believe plus three to dcv yeah and I will just try to shoot. Is blue still alive? Uh, blue is out for the count. All right. The next one. What's next? Orange? Yes. Orange, is, uh, orange and red are the two that are up front fighting. All right. Well, which one's the acid one? I want to get rid of that bitch. Uh, the acid <laughs> ones are the ones in the back. So there's teal, the mauve. Yeah, teal, mauve, okay. and beige are the acid ones. All right. We'll shoot at teal. Yeah, the most boring number or colors got the, the cool <laughs> attack. Teal is a very exciting color. I love teal. Yeah, it's very, I'm more worried, very popular. Like, mauve and beige are the more boring ones. Teal just happens <laughs> to go. also be in that group. <laughs> I think beige outweighs the coolness of teal by a lot. <laughs> I think it helps make teal pop. I yeah, mean, just from go. a design standpoint. Mm, I won by seven. Um, it lost by uh, a lot. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> okay, so critical damage. So that is... 60. 60 damage. Damn. Jesus Whew. Christ. Oh, sorry. That's the wrong one. Uh, so you were going for teal? Wait, no. Take one of those tens away. My damage. You take ten away. 
I don't roll 40. So 50. It's 30 damage. Yeah. Yes, so 50 damage. Okay, and you said you were going for teal, right? Teal, okay. yes. Jesus, that's still a lot of damage. And uh, <laughs> I assume you're going to have Biscuits do his thing? Or no, his, he, his action right, is he's guardian. guardian. That's right. But uh, I can take another shot. Ooh, and that's a four. So did you, like, naturally roll critical hit? No, I rolled a four. On the last... My gun does 30, 30 damage now. And I get critical damage on nines and tens. Nice. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, so you didn't do a critical attack. You just did critical damage. No. Got it. Okay, critical that makes... Damage. Okay, that makes way more sense. I was like, wait, you can't like, do two swear, if you do a critical attack. Right. Ah. <laughs> God, this game, this game. So, that is... So, lost by... Or, it won by four. I won by 12. <laughs> okay, yeah, I, I think I think you got it. <laughs> Alright, 20. That's 30. So, 30, 40. 40. <laughs> God, you were ridiculous at this point. <laughs> I forgot that I had the Great Shooter's gun, and he does 30 damage, so I fucked up on those first hits with yeah. my damage. Okay, so um, you take two quick shots again, and you pluck out both of this thing's eyes right out of its nice. head, and it just plops down to the ground and, and stops moving. Whoa. <laughs> Fully Annie Oakley. <laughs> nice. Sweet. Um, I don't like this acid. These guys hit hard. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, uh, Wayne, you are up. I'd like to just kind of try to grab the one right in front of me. Okay, we'll say um, I think red is the one that is attacking you currently. So is this still an unarmed attack to grapple it? Oh, I think we do contested contested strength check. Generally, okay, I'm fine with that. I have to come up with a random number for their strength. So nice. uh, something like three sounds good to me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but they're space bugs, so um, it <laughs> still loses by four though. I'm one by two. Cool. And by strength, I meant body nice, for nice, all nice. of those in the audience who hate when I do that. Like, that's <laughs> D&D. That's the wrong one. Yeah, right? <laughs> so you successfully grapple this thing. What do you want to do with it? I, I kind of want to just, thinking back to, like, eating crab and stuff, like, just kind of shove my hands in its little sharp teeth mouth and just kind of pull it apart. Yikes. I'm kind of mad at these things. Yeah, I that's, you know that. that's fucking metal as hell. Like, I'm totally down for that. <laughs> we'll, we'll basically say that you use your first attack to set up kind of a, a critical attack like Crystal does. So um, as long as you hit with this attack, essentially, then it'll be critical and will double damage. So Okay, so I'm, I'm rolling an attack now? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> we'll say it's basically you're combating its wriggling. Wow, it did a really bad job. Um, so God damn it. It lost by... Uh, five. I rolled a 19, but that, wait, it lost by five? Yeah. I also, uh, lost by five. So, so you win. Uh, Alright, so, yeah. uh, you'll do double damage then. <laughs> cool. Sweet. I uh, rolled a six and a one. So the one will be half, but it'll just go back up to ten. So that's 30 total then? Sure. Okay. We need to get you some more damage, bud. I've been focused more on being a tank and taking damage rather than dealing it. That's a fair point. So, yeah, so you basically just, like, grab this thing's face and pick it up and just, like, pop its whole bottom jaw off and drop it onto the ground and it, like, starts skittering away all scared, like, 
Well, unless you don't drop it, of course. Do you just keep a hold yeah, of it? Yeah, I wouldn't it? let it go. Okay. I think I, I'd keep a hold of it. Why would I ever think that you would <laughs> let prey go? That's so silly. Can I throw the bottom jaw away? Yeah, for sure. You throw it like back into the Ramigas just came from. And uh, it, it lands on the sphincter, and the sphincter closes and crushes it into nothing. Ew. <laughs> I don't know. That was excessive. <laughs> Everything is excessive in this episode. Yeah, it was like a, it was like a fatality in Fair. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> so, uh, nice. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> okay, so this thing's going to be at a serious disadvantage when it tries to attack now. So we will uh, move on to unless you want to do anything else with your turn. I, I don't think there's much else to do. But I can't okay. do anything else. So then we'll move on to Jocelyn. So I'm going to pull out my notepad. Oh. And pull out my pencil from my hair. And then realize I'm out of fucking lead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a twist. Because it just happened in real life. <laughs> okay. And then I'd be like, ah! And then attack with the ranged attack. Okay. <laughs> Around biscuits. <laughs> That's hysterical. Ironically, <laughs> if you had lead, you could draw more lead. Yeah, that's true. Technically, I don't need to draw things to create things anymore, but, you know. So, which one are you going after at this point? We got uh, the two in the front, orange and red. Red's the one that just got its jaw ripped off. And then we have Mauve and Beige in the back who have been spitting acid. Which one attacked? Is the one that attacked me still up? Um, yes, it is. I believe that was, uh, I believe that was Beige. Then I will go for Beige. Okay. It is still alive and kicking. It's... Uh-oh. <laughs> is it good or bad? I don't know. Well, it hasn't taken any damage yet, so... Uh, it'll lose by one. I... Ooh, I should have been doing math that entire time. I did my math like three times over because I was like, that can't be the right number, but... no. I lost. won by six! Holy shit. Okay. Yeah! You're getting a real taste for melee combat here. <gasps> ah! I rolled a ten and a three! <laughs> Okay, so one's doubled and one's half, so it'll pretty much uh, <laughs> level out. <laughs> yeah. So it's still 20 armor piercing damage. So it'll actually be 25. 25. Yeah. Oh, nice. At least I did a little over. Woohoo. Yeah, that's pretty that's pretty good. Um, yeah, so you guys just see this little, like, shadowy tentacle kind of snake on, on the ground, like, underneath Mr. Biscuits, who looks at it and goes, oh, God. And it just, like, spikes up from the ground and, like, chops part of this little guy's, uh, one of its legs, like, off at the joint. And so it's balancing on three legs now. And uh, seems to have trouble with it for a second, but balances out after a minute. And the tendril comes snaking on back. Shadow goes, yes, very, very good. And we will move on to Jackie. I'm going to do my sword trick again. And I'm going to go after the mob one. I like how two of the three ranged people in this party have just given up being ranged entirely and just started stabbing people. This is a very small space. I don't want an energy blast in a very small space. I mean, totally understandable. I just think it's cool. I'm about to fucking let loose. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, she's firing a gun basically in an an apartment living room. (laughs) You're all deaf. Um, Okay, so... Which one? You're going for the one that attacked you, right? Uh, the mob one. Oh, so... Which one attacked me? I thought it was or- the mob. Wait. Orange attacked Sorry. Me. Orange and mob both... At- no, orange and teal attacked you. Teal's dead. And orange is the mm-hmm. melee one that's, like, right on you. So, if that's... Okay, then I'll go for orange. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll, I was just thinking acid, and then I was like, no, yeah, no. Orange is yeah. fine. Imagine if I hadn't given them colors. This would be way more confusing. I know. And I'm doing blinding strike, by the way, as well. 
Uh, ooh, it wins by five. Oh, I won by two. Okay. So, it saw what you did to the other guy and just immediately pulled its head back and was like, no, 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 no. It literally says that. You were very creeped out by that. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so then we'll move on to the little buggers. So, uh, orange... Hmm. Orange is still going to go after you. Yeah, Orange is still going to try and hit you again because you guys are actively trying to kill each other and it got a critical failure. Yay! That's good because I lost by two. Yep. (laughs) That was... It's really depressing to see those zeros come up. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me about it. Okay, so then uh, Red and Mauve are still going to go after Wayne. I'm holding one of them. I laugh in its face. Sorry, I laugh in its face because it missed me too. Okay, so yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, okay. So you are holding red, so it's gonna try and break the grapple. Probably unsuccessfully. Uh, yeah, it lost by four. Uh, I tied actually with uh, my body, so. Yeah, it starts like flailing around all crazy like trying to get out, but you just, I mean, you basically have it by its head, so it's not going anywhere. Uh, so Mob is still gonna try and spit at you. And it's going to succeed by two. I lost by one. Okay, so acid damage here we come. Can I use red as a shield? Uh, <laughs> or would that have been if I succeeded? <laughs> I, I'll if you can if you can beat a body check minus four, then I will allow it to take some of the damage. All right, let's do it. Six, which uh, body check minus four. I need to roll under a ten, so I one by four. Nice. Okay, so <laughs> you guys will um, you'll use it to like absorb some of the damage. So you'll you guys will split the damage, which is forty five. So we'll say you both take twenty and just make the math easier. Thank you. Yeah, this thing is not having a good day. <laughs> You just you just ripped its jaw off and then had acid splurged all over it and it's just like screaming and flailing in your arms as you just hold it with uh, with an iron grip. Okay, so then we're at Beige, who is going to uh, turn his attention over to Jackie and shoot acid at Jackie, uh, and it's gonna win by eight. I lost by one. Okay. Oh wow, this is a truly horrendous damage roll. Uh, so that is 30 damage. Wow. Including my shield? Uh, so with your shield, it'll only be 20 total. Okay. Okie dokie. So that is, I believe, all of them. Mob went, right? Yeah, they went after Wayne. Okay. Um, cool. We'll move on to Crystal. Okay. I'm gonna do my lightning minigun this time. Oh, alright. And I can roll up to 2d10 targets. And I rolled an 8, but there's only like 4 left, right? Uh, yeah. Okay, so I can try to hit all of them. Okay, that's 9. Do I have to roll for each one? Um, no, we'll just... Yeah, I mean, it's four. Yeah, we might as well. Okay, nine. Um, that guy's going to win by... Under 16. That guy's going to win by... A number seven. 
Oh, I won by seven as well. Okay, so nice. Um, that guy's gonna lose by two. I tied. Okay. Man, tying all over the place. Uh, gonna... That's a five, baby. Lose by Woo one. Won by eight. Okay. And then last guy. Uh, win by two. 30, 40, 50, 60, and one by five. Okay, so you hit all of them. And we'll just do... I hit all of them. Yeah, we'll just do one damage roll for all of them. Okay. 40 damage. Oh, yes, bitch. That's two tens. <laughs> Jesus. So the critical... Those uh, those two lose their turn, so... Um, two... Okay. So, what's that? 20, 40, 50, and then a 5. So, 60 total? 60 total. God damn it. Okay. So, you are firing this gun wildly. Um, Just seemingly just spraying bullets everywhere, but with this insane level of accuracy (laughs) that just does not match at all what is going on and you snipe the guy <laughs> right out of Wayne's hands and just like explode it into this big puddle of goo that flies everywhere and then also uh, smash beige so hard that it literally just vaporizes you don't even see any like <laughs> legs or anything left it just like is gone uh, and then Mauve and Orange both get hit so hard that it knocks like the front two legs off of their bodies and they're just like they start trying to like stand on the back two legs and start like trying to <laughs> bite like normal um, but yeah you wrecked these guys pretty intensely and so uh, Orange and Mauve will both lose their turn which is literally the only ones that are left um, so yeah I would say that's fairly successful I'm sorry. I'm very stressed out about these things hitting biscuits. So we, we gotta gotta get this uh, get these guys dead. Not worried about the damage <laughs> done to everybody else. Just like no, don't hit biscuits. No, 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 no. I'm very worried. <laughs> okay. I don't like it when he acts as a shield. He's out front. Like it, it's very stressful for me. Okay, I I, I get it. Uh, so we'll move on to right, that's me. We'll move on to Wayne, and uh, you'll take. Uh, 10 damage from the halved acid that you had before. Alright, just so I'm clear, our plan is to like find like a brain or some vital organ and attack it, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm gonna say uh, to everyone, leave Mauve alive. And then I want to walk up to Mauve and kind of rip its back legs off if I can. Uh, <laughs> sure. I'd say just, just roll me, um... Yeah, just a regular attack, and then we'll just say that you you don't you do like non-lethal damage essentially. <laughs> um, it will succeed by one. I succeeded by seven. Yeah, you rip this bitch's legs off, and it screeches very loudly and painfully. Like you hear all the sadness it's ever experienced in its whole life. <laughs> I laugh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Pick it up and um, kind of keep the acid side pointed away from everybody mm-hmm. and uh, I'll wait for my friends to take care of Orange. Okay. Uh, we'll move on to Jocelyn then. Um, I will do... Is any... Does anybody besides Wayne hurting? You're hurting, I think. I mean, I know I'm hurting. <laughs> and I think Jackie's taking some damage, but I don't think a ton. I've lost half my hit points. No, I take back my statement. Okay, um... 
I'm gonna attack Orange with my ranged attack. Okay. It will succeed by two. I failed so hard. I rolled a 19. Sweet. It minus its front leg suddenly is so much faster and lighter that it manages to dance around your shadowy blades. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll look over at Jack and be like, I should have just healed you. I'm sorry. (laughs) We need to kill this thing. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Jackie, you are up. Gonna try and stab it with my fucking sword again, I guess. I'm gonna use different dice, though. Shit. (laughs) Trying to get a little shish kebab action going on. Kinda, yeah. Blinding strike, of course. Okay. Uh, It will succeed by two again. I lost by three. This thing is so fast now. It is unreal. I said guiding wind. Reroll one of those. Okay, I'll reroll the ten. Okay, I won by... Math. Um, Is it more than two? I won by three. Okay, there you go. No, yeah, yes, you got I it. I won by three. <laughs> you yeah, got yeah. it. Okay. <laughs> Hooray! Jesus Christ. You know, it's really satisfying when Gutting Wind succeeds, but it's also just really funny when they roll the exact same number again. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's really fun. It's really sad. Which has sad. done. Like, no. Which I have done, and yeah. it sucks. Or worse. It's very it's no, funny. I want you me. to miss differently. Yeah. <laughs> So that's 25 damage um, and has to do a contested soul check. Um, You don't need to worry about that because you have murdered it. You chop off the back legs and then also like swing back around and just chop the whole head off again. You're getting quite a few trophies. Figure eight thing. Yeah, exactly. You've been you've been (laughs) watching Adam and how he kind of like does these back swings and stuff, and you just chop this little dude up into sushi. Really yeah, I'm like, I'm, my name sushi. is Jackie R. Junk, Junkyard Jackie, prepare to die. <laughs> <laughs> you spit at my friends, prepare to die. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you guys have killed all but one of these hideous little creatures. Uh, you are left with the mauve alien thing, and it is legless and very much under the control of one Wayne. So I think uh, that's a pretty good spot to end this incredibly long episode. Bye! Bye. Bye. (laughs) Boom.